you can have an evergreen fund that is a debt fund, an evergreen fund that is just a standard fund that has a pref and a split with general partners. And then the same with the closing in fund. You can have a closing in fund that is a debt fund. So you can kind of layer these things. They're not all the exact same. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Welcome back. Me again. We're talking about funds and we're talking today about the different types of funds that exist out there. So when you're looking at these types of investments, you have a better idea. We're going to high level this and just jump right in so that you you get an overview of really what this stuff looks like and what these are. Okay. So we talked about it last week. I was talking about evergreen funds and evergreen funds really are set up to be the never end, right? So a lot of hedge funds are evergreen funds because you're putting money in, you can take money out, you can reinvest, you can, you know, direct reinvestment. So that's kind of like a hedge fund. That's becoming more popular in the real estate space as well, because operators, when we're going out, we're buying something, it's great to know that we've got the capital there that we can deploy, right? And then it's on us to have that money working at all times. And so it's an evergreen fund. I sell an asset and then I know that you know 99% of my investors are going to just reinvest the proceeds from that sale into the fund to keep the fund up and running. So we're going to go buy another asset, right? So that's that's a you know, and you can raise capital indefinitely. So that is an evergreen fund. There are income funds or debt funds, right? And kind of interchangeable depending on how you look at it. But they're set up as really like here's a a preferred return, essentially. That's all there is. There's no upside share in the profit. So right now that's becoming popular just because it's almost like a pref equity split that gets invested into some of these deals. So I'm going out, I'm buying a place. I I need you know $10 million in equity for this deal. And we have raised from our investors, say $5 million, and we need $5 million to come to the table, right? So instead of bringing on more limited partners, we simply go to a debt fund and say, hey, will you guys come in as like a pref equity split or piece of this deal? And we'll we'll give you an 8% return or 7% or whatever that looks like. And so that pref equity piece could be a debt fund. So that's a, a type of fund. And really what you're doing there is you're investing and you're just getting your cash flow or your returns based on like as if it were a loan at 8% interest only, right? That's the type of return you'd be getting as a limited partner in that fund. That's one. Then you got just any of these could be like a debt fund, could be a close fund. It could be an evergreen fund and it could be a closed ended fund. So like the opposite of Nevergreen where it's going on and on is a closed ended fund. So they have a set end date and the fund's going to raise capital for a set period of time. And then they close it, right? And so that could be for a short period, like six months, could be for two years, but it's a closed-ended fund. We're proud to be sponsored by Ridgeline Investment Group. Ridgeline has a track record of transacting more than 53 million in assets throughout Texas. Ridgeline's currently looking to acquire 100 to 200 unit Class B multifamily communities between five and 20 million in San Antonio, Temple, Waco, Tyler, and other Texas secondary markets. To learn more about Ridgeline Investment Group, visit www.ridgelineig.com. Then you've got things like blind funds. There's 
when you're investing in a blind fund, it is kind of what it sounds like. There's no identified property specifically that the fund is going to buy, but there are loosely defined terms around what that fund can actually acquire. So you could do a blind fund where it's, hey, we're buying class B multifamily, class C and B multifamily in the Texas market. And you know it needs to be between 50 and 150 units. That's what we're looking for uh, with a return profile that looks like X, Y, and Z. That's a blind fund. You could be investing in that, knowing that the operator's going out, they're currently looking for opportunities and you're investing in a blind fund. So again, you can have an evergreen fund that is a debt fund. You could have an evergreen fund that is just a, a standard fund that has pref and a split with the general partners. And then the same with the closing in fund. You could have closing in fund that is a debt fund. So they're, uh, you can kind of layer these things and just depends on there. They're not all the exact same. Certain types of funds have different types of waterfall structures as well. There's an American waterfall and then there's a European waterfall. One pays out when a deal sells then it immediately pays out to the investors, right? So there's a return of capital plus profit proceeds. So again, this was a a high level on the different types of funds that are available out there. And some of the terms that you would look out for when you're investing or putting some money into these things, know if it's an evergreen fund, know if it's an open fund, closed fund, or if it's like a blind fund, right? If there are no assets pointed out in the PPM, then it's, it's a blind fund. You're just investing and you're waiting for them to identify some assets. Just some nuances with those types of things. If it's a blind fund, typically there's going to be a, a small capital call up front. So maybe if you say, hey, I'm going to invest or I'm going to put in $10,000, you may commit. If you're going to commit $100,000, you may have 10000 of that called day one just to hold your space spot essentially. And then once an asset is identified, that's when there's going to be a capital call for the other $90,000 for you to deploy that capital into the fund. Um, so the benefit of doing that is that one, you're in a deal. And yet you don't have to put all your money into it yet. Obviously, you want to make sure that you have those funds set aside and ready to deploy once that asset is identified. So that like capital calls, that's another term that you're going to hear talk about quite a bit. So there are other ones where you just invest day one, like, hey, this is a hundred thousand dollar commitment. Okay, here's wiring instructions. Send the money in. You know, your preferred return is going to kick in right away today since you're putting in the money. So hope all this information is helpful. Hope you're getting some value out of it. Looking forward to our continued conversation on the fund model. Uh, again, we're going to talk some fees and we're going to talk about how they play into your return profile. So stay tuned. We'll be here on the next episode. Have a great day. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.